and thank you so much for joining us on Technical Talk. I'm Catherine Irvin, a comms specialist for Bechtel. Accompanying me today is Joel Peltier. He's a principal engineer and manager of computational fluid dynamics. We are sitting down to discuss his paper on computer simulation of liquid solid slurries for wastewater treatment. Joel, we are excited to have you and appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. Thank you very much. Please provide me with a brief description of your role here at Bechtel. Bechtel, I'm a a technical expert in fluid mechanics, currently in process engineering. And the role really is one of um, paper, pencil, all the way through the heavy hammers of computational fluid dynamics to do troubleshooting. And anytime there's a, a mixing issue or a fluid mechanics issue or a solids transport issue, that isn't amenable to current engineering correlations, we're brought in to do simulations or assessments to come up with solutions where there's no obvious solution. How long have you been with Bechtel? I've been with Bechtel since 2008. Okay, and it's my understanding that you are a Bechtel Fellow. What critical steps in your career earned you that distinction? Bechtel Fellow is like an amazing position of truly top-notch people. The only way to earn that position is to try and be top-notch in what you do. So you can be really great, but you have to be out there with the publications. You need to be out there with the projects and show that you've had meaningful impact to projects. And I'd like to think that you also have to be out there to have foresight on where you think your particular expertise should go and how do you make this company more successful. It really is an umbrella of bringing you into the inner fold and helping to say, we're in this together. How can we make this work? So tell me about your time in the engineering industry and how did you decide this was the path for you? Oh, I decided this path um, when I was in chemical engineer and undergraduate. Every single course that had an oscilloscope, I hated. Any single course that had computer modeling, I loved. Uh, fluid mechanics was the, the one discipline I really enjoyed. So, I mean, it was pretty obvious that I would probably go fluid mechanics. Uh, then I went to Germany, and we were doing computer simulations, which was my first real hardcore um, interaction with computational fluid mechanics absolutely loved it. All these things that you can feel on your skin but can't see, all of a sudden you can see. And so then I, I started pursuing this career path of fluid mechanics with a specialty of computational fluid mechanics and no oscilloscopes. <laughs> so fluid mechanics is a very specific discipline within engineering. How did you find that path? Fluid mechanics um, really is a sub-discipline and it's multi-engineering discipline related. When you first come in as an undergrad, you have no idea what you want to do. I mean, you really are a blank slate. The people who like math will tend to go toward fluid mechanics, and the people who don't like math certainly won't go to fluid mechanics. So it's, it's a math-intensive sort of a subspecialty. I started in chemical engineering and became interested in fluid mechanics through processes. I went into aerospace engineering, and I did a postdoc in meteorology because that's where you have the highest Reynolds number flows. So really, fluid mechanics is everywhere, and um, you can get at it from a lot of different routes. I chose all of them. I take it you are very passionate about engineering, but if you were not a principal engineer, what do you think you would be doing? I thought I actually was heading to a national lab. I did a lot of work at NASA over several years as a student and was positive I was heading to NASA. Then I got a recommendation from my uh, doctoral professor to take a spot at Penn State in particular because the person I would be working with was top of the field. And that overrode everything. So I chose to go to Penn State and do a postdoc instead of going to NASA. It was a great choice. So in reference to your computer simulation paper, is this your first technical paper? No, I, I have a pretty decent publication record. Hit the major trade journals, This was more of, let's get out of the academic journals and into the application setting where the people who would be customers at Bechtel 
would be more likely to read. And this was actually really great. Wastewater treatment is sewage treatment and stuff that's really, you know, rubber on the road type applications. And what you're asking people to accept is that you can take a mainstream, hardcore, you know, wheels on the road type application and do high-end modeling and have value in that. For a long time, that was never thought to be possible because of the cost of modeling, but that's changing. The ability of models to perform, the accuracy they produce, it really is a new world. Who do you anticipate will actually benefit from this technical paper? This technical paper was aimed at a customer that has a problem. And I can't transport this solids-liquid mixture from point A to point B. Correlations don't predict it very well. I can go out and spend probably millions of dollars of testing. But hey, if I can accurately model this for much less than millions and millions of dollars, now it's a win-win. It's a I take it that this paper will be used in future customer projects, is that correct? Yeah, it's meant for advertising. That's the reason it's full of colorful pictures. You know, if you, if you notice, the hardcore numbers are down, colorful pictures are up. It was meant to be very visual because the person who reads this is not going to be interested in the number of digits past the decimal point. We want someone to say, oh, I see, I understand. And you don't understand if you're given math. So that was the purpose of this particular paper. Could you just provide me an elevator speech for the paper? Yeah, this is, a, again, a wastewater treatment journal. Very applied people. A lot of concerns of how they can design plants and design systems. And then what tools are out there. And you'll find advertisements for gadgets, devices, etc. These are people who want a solution. We come out here and say, well, look, you have problems with mixing of solids and liquids with gases together. And we can do that. If you have settling solids in a stream that are going to cause problems, you can take a computational model, you can resolve all of the geometry that you would see, you can run the computational prediction and predict what you expect to happen, and you have high confidence that that is what you will actually measure had you done an experiment. Joel, you spoke earlier about the journey to becoming an engineer through undergrad and the steps you've taken to get to a Bechtel Fellow status today. Do you have any regrets along the way or any advice you would give to somebody that is in the undergrad age group right now? Oh, I have no regrets at all. I don't think there's a, a particular path, though. I think the path, everybody's path comes down to um, random events. An opportunity is always associated with a random event, and you got to be able to see the opportunities and take them. Now, who would have thunk? you would have come out of chemical engineering and end up meteorology. It doesn't happen. Yet, it was probably the most significant choice I made in my whole career that has served me super well. And as long as you like what you do, work really hard at it, you're going to be really good at what you do. Is there anything else you would like to add? As a company, I, I would really like us to see how we can move these kind of tools into our mainstream practices and really bring us into an aerospace-type century when we pour concrete. I believe there's a lot of opportunity at Bechtel for anybody who's interested in this kind of um, technology. Well, Joel, thank you for joining us today on Technical Talk and sharing your expertise with us. We appreciate your time. Thank you very much. <laughs>